0: Our scripture reading for this evening is Revelation 22 and verse 3, where the text says, And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants will serve him. I'm not sure that any song can cheer our hearts and give us hope like a song about heaven. A friend of mine once said his life was governed by three priorities that he always wanted to remember. I think that they were incredibly wise. The first priority is... I want to remember who I am and whose I am. I'm a child of God. I'm a Christian. I belong to Jesus Christ. That was a priority He always kept in view. Secondly, I know where I am going. I know where I am going. Jesus talked a lot about glory He spoke a great deal about heaven. And my friend and brother knew where he was going. And third, he says, I have a really good idea of what it would be like when I get there. I have an idea of what glory will be like when I get there. So does every Christian from the revealed Word of God. But I wonder if it won't even be more glorious than the Bible teaches. After all, the Bible's having to use language that you and I can understand to describe something incomparable, incredibly beautiful. Remember this truth about heaven anything we give up in order to go and be with the lord is worth it and anything that we hold on to here that keeps us out of heaven is not worth it anything that will keep us out of eternity with the lord Is not worth it. It's probably one of the most serious questions in all the New Testament. What shall a man be profited if he should gain the whole world and lose his own soul? What will a man give in exchange for his soul? Matthew 16 and verse 26. Here's a third truth I hope that you'll remember. Not just remembering who you are and whose you are, where you're going, and something about how it's going to be when you get there. Not just that if you hold on to the world and lose heaven, you've given up way too much for way too little. But when we as Christians bury faithful Christians... We do so with the awareness that we will see them again. No faithful Christian ever says goodbye. Not really. Tonight, I briefly want to talk with you about seven things you'll never do in heaven. Seven things you'll never do in heaven. And you can open your Bible especially to Revelation chapters 21 and 22 and much of the information that we'll examine will come from those passages. Seven things you'll never do in heaven. Number one, when we talk about things we'll never do in heaven, we'll never turn a light on or off again. You know, we talk a lot about the elders, and well, we should. Terry and Lynn are wonderful men of God, great shepherds, wonderful friends, and I appreciate them. We're often mentioned as preachers, Adam and I, in prayers, and I'm grateful for that. Thank you. Always needed, always appreciated. But we really have some good deacons here at Westside. Amen, church. And they do so many things, big and small, to make our service to God what it is. One of the things they do, make sure that the building is unlocked and locked. Make sure that the lights are on and off. Make sure that the temperatures are properly set on the thermostat. It's a thankless job. Deacons, you won't have to do that when we get to heaven. You'll never have to turn on another light or turn off another light. Parents, especially young parents, you know sometimes every light in the house is on and you think it's your job as a dad especially to turn those lights off helping to pay that bill. You'll never have to turn on or turn off a light. Open your Bible to Revelation 21:23. Revelation 21:23 says the lamb is the light. Won't that be incredible? When you look at Revelation 21, notice also verse 25 where it talks about there is no night there. In our house we have night lights. It helps a lot for those of us that get up in the night. There will be no need for night lights because the Lamb is the light and there is no night there. You'll never turn on or off a light. Something else you'll never do in heaven a second thing you'll never lock a door. You'll never lock a door. I suppose most of you made sure that your windows were shut and screens were shut in your home, that the doors were locked. You came to the church building here and you locked your doors. We have, at least in times past, had several break-ins in our parking lot. There's been an emphasis on security here at Westside in recent years, so much so that we have cameras and I guess pretty much state-of-the-art security. And our doors lock at certain times after we have been here for a while. Keeping out things and welcoming things too. In heaven, you'll never have to think about security and locking doors. Notice Revelation chapter 21 and verse 27 What a rich passage it is. Nothing that defiles will enter therein. Nothing that defiles will enter therein. What a wonderful place heaven will be. Third, you'll never drive by a cemetery or attend a funeral. You'll never drive by a cemetery or attend a funeral in glory. Look at Revelation 21 and verse 4. And death will be no more. Consider 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 26. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. For people that have done a lot of funerals, for people that have attended a lot of funerals, you'll never attend another funeral, nor will you pass another cemetery I recall hearing older preachers speak of cemeteries as the silent city of the dead. There will be no more silent cities of the dead. Not in heaven. Fourth, things that you'll never do in heaven, you'll never face temptation again. You'll never face temptation again. This world is full of temptation, full of sinful attractions. There are online things that you can do that are quite sinful. There are houses of prostitution, There are all kinds of places where one can go and engage in things that are filthy and polluted and wrong. In heaven, you'll never be tempted again. The Bible says a man is tempted when he's drawn away by his own lust and enticed. James 1, 13 through 15... But in heaven, Satan and his cohort will be no more. They'll all be thrown into the lake of fire. Revelation 20, verses 10 through 15. It is wonderful to know that heaven will be a place where we will never again face temptation to violate the will of God. Just a few more to think about. Number five. In heaven, you'll never visit a sick person. In heaven, you'll never see an old person. In glory, you'll never take medication. Think about each one of those. In heaven, you'll never visit a sick person. Probably a decade ago, I quit counting the number of visits to the hospitals and nursing homes that I had made because it ran into about 30,000 in preaching. And I just quit counting. Because I started thinking that in heaven... I'll never visit another sick person. There is no more curse, Revelation 21 and verse 4. And with the curse that came along with sin, sickness came. Some of you take more medications in the days than you can really keep up with. There will be no need for pain medication in glory. Can I get an amen there? For those that have high blood pressure, you won't have high blood pressure in heaven. Cholesterol problems. Isn't that remarkable? And you won't see an old person. I love older people, and I'm rapidly becoming one myself. But in glory, every person... Present with the Lord will have a spiritual body that will never age. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 teaches that. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And so in eternity, our spiritual bodies won't be subject to aging and to decay and to disease. You'll never see an older person. You'll never see a person having to take medication. You'll never visit a sick person. Number six. I love this one. You'll never shed a tear. You'll never shed a tear. In Revelation 7 and verse 17, the Bible says, God shall wipe away all tears. That's Revelation 7, 17. And Revelation 21, verse 4. He shall wipe away every tear from their eyes. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. For the former things have passed away. I think of all the broken hearts and I think of all the tears of grief and sorrow and pain that have been shed. And in glory, not another tear will be shed. God will wipe away all tears. Number seven. You'll never experience separation or sin again. When we are in the presence of God eternally, we will never experience separation or sin again. So shall we ever be with the Lord. We live in a world full of separation and sin and sickness and aging and medications and cemeteries. And I tell you what, every now and then we just need to hold before our weary eyes the beauty and glory of eternity. Amen? Amen. We've talked a good bit about trouble today. Don't mind doing that, it's a biblical subject. But I would be amiss if I didn't end with this. God is bigger than all of our troubles. I will not make my troubles bigger than God. And I won't let you do it if I can get away with it either. Our God is far, far bigger than our troubles. And I hope that if I do that sometime, you'll remind me. He has promised a home like this eternally. And I'm excited about being there. And I hope that you are too. If you're not a Christian, what incentive and motivation you have to respond to a great God and live with Him forever. Through faith, repentance, and baptism, you can put on Jesus Christ and be added to His church. You can have your sins washed away. You can... Have the blessed assurance of being with Him forever. And for those of us who are Christians, I don't want my troubles to ever get so big that my God gets too small. I want my God to be big because He is. And He'll see me through these troubles. Let us stand and say.